0: Retro.
1: And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Cast!
0: You think you're so smart, Brain, which is barely a name, by the way, but I'm far more clever, more hardworking. And I only sometimes get into fights on Goodreads. The only part of Ulysses worth reading is the last chapter, and everybody knows it! Anyway, where was I? That's right. Here, in my body, about to steal your secret code, fly to space, activate the electromagnetic pulse, and take over the world for myself. That's quite a narrative you've assembled, Julia. Did you attend the Iowa Writers' Workshop? Actually, I got in, but I didn't go, because I wanted real-life experience. Right.
1: And welcome, everybody, once again to another episode of the Animaniacast. This, of course, is the podcast where we talk about all things Animaniacs. And today we are talking about episode 10 of the second season of the reboot. That's right. We're going to be talking about all the you know cultural references and gags that we really want to talk about. And, of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot A Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan. Looks like somebody's got a queso. The Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Across the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hello. Oh, well, let's see. We are back once again. The ninth episode almost broke my brain. But I was glad to see that the tenth episode was kind of pulling it up, pulling it up for me a little bit. Uh, we have, of course, in this episode, which is the 23rd episode of the reboot, we have An Exercise Minute, and then we have Pinky in the Brain in Riken Brain Falls. We have some targeted ads, and then we have a, the return of Starbucks and Cindy with Bath Time. And if someone were to ask you, uh, I don't know, to summarize this episode in just a few words, what would you tell them Nathan? Um
2: it's got twists and turns galore. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly, what about you?
3: Um You know, you uh, you always ask this question and I never really like, have an answer prepared. Um I'm trying <laughs> to think of like the episode as a whole. Um It was uh, Widely varied. Lots of stuff. There was.
1: This is true. There was a lot of stuff in this episode. Before we get into our discussion, let's go ahead and get to the November 5th Facts theme song. Nathan, give us the November 5th Facts theme song. Let's
2: all sing together. This is the November song. Everybody sing together. November 5th theme song.
1: Wow. Very nice. Now I gotta call out one mistake that I made a couple weeks ago. I was listening to it. Nathan, you had a very awesome November fifth Facts theme song, but for some reason I said before you started singing it that the episode premiered on Saturday, November fifth.
2: Oh, and then I started singing. And then you about said Saturday. sing Saturday, <laughs> November fifth.
1: And then I was realizing as editing. I was it like, I was like Friday, right? It was Friday. Why did I say Saturday? <laughs> It was an awesome theme song, and I don't think. Well, you, you made me sing. Well, it, yeah, it, it, was... got, it got me into that that mood. So exactly. So it was a great theme song. This one was this one was just even even better. Even better, Nathan. Well, Nathan, <laughs> tell us what happened on November fifth. What do we got?
2: Um, I was looking up space things because there's some space things Ooh. in this episode. So in 1964, NASA launched the Mariner three. And in 1967, NASA launched the ATS-3. I don't know. what Those, those are probably some <laughs> rockets. Well, in 2007, China first uh, lunar satellite, the Chonggi's One. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into orbit around the moon on uh, November 5th. And then um, there's some ads in this. And I was like, what about ads? Uh, well, November 5th is actually commercial TV broadcast day which uh, I don't know if that means commercial or just commercial TV, but it it's been observed annually since at least 2020. I don't know when they, they first started doing it, but you know how you can make up a holiday. They did that for <laughs>
1: November 5th. All right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if, if anything, Nathan, there's always, you can always go to, um, I think it's the national day or something or national day, mm-hmm. national today.com. And you can find out very weird kinds of days. This is, and that's one, this is one of those holidays. It's a holiday for commercial
2: TV broadcasts. Yeah, so I don't go. know. I, yeah. I didn't see when they first started it, but it was
1: at least 2020. So it's been years. We're, we're recording this a few days before National Cinnamon Bun Day, which is I know this because one <laughs> of my students looked up on that website and told me so. You know, if you're really curious when we recorded this, look that up find out. all right well thank you so much nathan for those facts i think let's go ahead and get into our discussion before we do uh i well i guess i was going to get to the variable verse but we actually this is a first we're going to talk about a segment before the variable what? verse oh my god it's insanity it's, it's zany to the max perhaps you might say uh let's go ahead and talk about the exercise minute Not so fast. As part of Warner Brothers' renewed commitment to the health of our viewers, you must perform physical activity before continuing to the next episode. So right at the beginning of the Animaniacs theme song this time, they interrupt it and they say it's time to get up and move. Uh, I guess Hulu or Warner Brothers or Amblin, all three of them. So it's a good time for us to get up and move. And this is, I I relate to this because every now and then my smartwatch uh, decides to tell me I need to start moving. Which I'm like, a few nights ago it told me like at 1130 at night that I need to get up and start moving. (laughs) Like, dude, no. Anyway, uh, in this case the Warners are getting some exercise in and they are exercising with a mayfly.
3: Exercise is an important part Of a healthy lifestyle Everyone can make time For just 15 minutes Of exercise Actually I don't think I have that kind of time
0: Nonsense Let's kick things off With some simple Jumping jacks
1: While she only lives She has a very short Amount of time To do this So they put in A few exercises in And they're telling her To do these squats And these lunges And as they're talking The mayfly Whose name is May Whose name You know Is May Um is getting older and older and uglier and falling apart. It starts getting, well, gross because it's the reboot and that's what they left like to do. <laughs> and I forget, do we see the, do we see May die or, mm, or not? Basically, Well, we, you see her funeral. So, Oh, that's right. We see, at the very end, we see yeah. them at her funeral. She's touched a lot of people. There was a lot of people that didn't. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> There's so many people at her funerals. But. Yeah.
0: I didn't realize she had so many friends. She touched a lot of lives.
1: Congratulations. You've reached your quota for physical activity. You may now resume enjoying Animaniacs. You know, that concludes their get up and move part, and it goes right back to the theme song. And then we get to the variable verse, which was cell mam- Cell Selmembrany. Cell so... Something slightly educational It was educational They were pointing at something like a diagram of a cell Yeah So this is the first time And perhaps the last time we're going to ask you guys Well, We might talk about The variable verse sometimes But What did you think about this first kind of interruption Of the theme song with this uh, With this segment about exercising uh, Kelly what did you think
3: Well I had to stop Fast forwarding through the theme song <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually I'll watch it, but I was running short on time today. And um, so I was like, well, I'm going to speed through the theme song and get to the episode. And I'm like, no, there's a thing here in the middle. <laughs> so um, so it, it was surprising. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nathan, what about you?
2: Um, I was confused. I thought my Internet had frozen or something at first and like because I like I wasn't watching the screen I'm just like oh put it on and then I can like look away from the screen while it starts the and I'm like what what stopped oh it pranked you then yeah, it pranked me, and then I was like, "Do I need to press a button?" So I'm like looking for the controller, and then like, and then I was like, "Well, I better get up," and I start exercising. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So I, was, I, I thought it was great because I was like, "Hey, yeah, I got some actual exercise." Um, it was kind of weird that it immediately goes into the next theme song. <laughs> so you have like, I'm like, yeah. so we have like two and a half minutes of theme songs almost, if you don't count the Mayflies. It segment. wasn't
3: a smooth transition.
2: Yeah. I felt weird to go yeah. from the theme song to a Pinky the Brain theme song, but that's fine. Um, I mean, we could talk about it later. I just I don't know when to talk about it because yeah. then we talk about Pinky in the Brain. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was um, a little educational. I, I found out that female mayflies only live for five minutes. Wow! Is it five? Males,
1: is it five minutes to two days?
2: Well, it's female fly- mayflies usually live less than five minutes, while males can live a whopping two days. So, oh, sure. that's after the larva stage. So, uh, assuming May was a female, uh, she yeah, about five minutes. Which
1: that's insane. Yeah. What's or the mayflies.
3: point? I mean, what do they do? while they they're you alive? gotta lay eggs they're real They probably quick. mate
1: and lay eggs. Yeah, mate it's, and lay. But it's like it's so funny because can you really like. Fertilize an egg and lay an egg within the, just that amount of time. There's so many of them. I would assume that, that you know what I mean. Like it's got to be like you know just the numbers alone. Yeah, that's how the species. De- I don't know. I'm just yeah. glad there's no mayflies in Arizona. So because I looked at one of them, it's like what does a mayfly even look like? And it looks almost like a silverfish with wings. It's has weird stuff on the back of it. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm. And as gross as as uh, May got towards the end with her wings falling apart and everything like that, um, I think the real May flies are grosser. grosser. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, well, that was that was that. I guess, and it goes right into, like Nathan said, the Pinky and the Brain theme song right after this theme song ends, which is super weird. But um, yeah, two theme songs. And let's go ahead and talk about Reichenbach. Reichen, I can't even say this correctly, Reichenbrain, yeah, Reichenbrain Falls.
3: You keep wanting to say Reichenbach.
1: Yes, I do want to keep saying Reichenbach, (laughs) but we'll talk about why the Reichenbach Falls are significant for this, uh, this cartoon in just a little bit, but... This Riken Brain Falls was written by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk and it was directed by Katie Rice. And Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in Reichen Brain Falls?
3: Okay. So um Brain wakes up, he's been unconscious. Uh he's got a big bump on his head, so it looks like he um may have hit his head or something. And he's um kind of starts piecing things together and realizes it looks like he's on a spaceship with pinky and pinky's talking to him about the code there's like a five-digit code that he needs to I don't remember what the code does because the ship's it, 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 it sends the ship into space i guess it, it i think right?
2: it, it doesn't it like uh, it, it would it is okay here. It makes an electromagnetic oh, right. electromagenta mag, purse. That's purse, what it is. Purse,
3: purse. Okay.
2: <laughs> it shuts down all the uh, electric, everything electric inside the no. entire world, right? Electromagenta yeah. purse, I think is what <laughs> okay. he says. So
0: you also said the code would make an electromagenta purse. Which I thought was a bit strange because Magenta is so lost
3: summer. Then Brain starts to remember what happened before he ended up in a spaceship. And he and Pinky were substitute teachers um, at a middle school. And Brain is wearing this cute little toupee <laughs> and this little, little outfit. And um, he's running this, I guess, after school program or where he's gathered all these STEM students. And they're making a... Um, scale model of a rocket ship. These little
0: fools have no idea. I've just been using them for free labor. Soon I will steal this rocket and journey into space. Have you noticed how often Mr. Brain mutters under his breath? And also how tiny he is.
3: At least he's better than the new tiny art teacher. And Pinky is teaching art and eating glue. And Pinky's dressed like a, um, he's got a, like a wig and Dress on and everything. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Don't waste paste, Mason. Especially when it's this delicious.
3: <laughs> the students are looking at him really funny when he eats the glue. And there's one student that kind of hangs back a little bit and uh, not sure what's going on with that. <laughs> and then... Um, Which,
1: by the way, I got to say, I really did like Pinky's uh, art school, art teacher outfit. She was yeah. very cute. Like purple hair. Very hmm
3: then they scurry off and they go kind of like behind um like the p- soccer field or something
1: yeah behind the bleachers watch out
3: yeah and um
1: bad stuff goes on back there
3: brain <laughs> uh, takes stuff out of a locker he's got these little tiny spacesuits and and says that they need to get ready and launch the ship because yeah, there's a a window of of time that he needs to to launch the ship at some point he he hits his head so you kind of see where he knocks his head and then they're they're back in the ship. And Pinky is just really becoming adamant about the code.
0: How about you just shout out the code and I'll type it in here? Is it 31415 27182? 24601. <laughs> Why isn't it wacky how you can have 100,000 possible combinations with a five-digit code? It's enough to drive someone, certainly not me, but someone up the space
3: wall, Gort. I mean, Zort. I thought Pinky sounded funny the whole time. Mm. The voice, the accent sounded a little off to me. And then Pinky says, uh, Gort instead of Zort and i'm like mm-hmm, and <laughs> he starts becoming more and more frenzied and and at one point he calls brain babe and that kind of raised an eyebrow because uh, i'm like well are they doing the the shipping you yeah. know like is that is that what that's about um or or what i didn't know it just seemed very out of character. So I'm already starting to piece together things uh, because Pinky's just not himself Mm -hmm. and he's really wanting this code. And then it's, he's, he's like losing his mind. He's just becoming frantic, crazy eyed. And um, then it's revealed that it's actually Julia. And if you'll remember, Julia was from the first season and Brain had kind of made her his wife when he was trying to run for president. Probably yeah. our
1: least favorite uh, Pinky the Brain segment from the <laughs> from the first season. Yeah, I think.
3: totally brainwasher and stuff.
1: What have you done
0: with Pinky? Oh, sweet Pinky. <laughs> Let's just say he's rather occupied. No, 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 no. Wait, I've got a better one. Let's just say he's in a sticky situation.
3: <laughs> oh brain julia's back
0: yes pinky i know
3: and and she's she's completely unhinged like she just really wants this code and um wants revenge on brain and has this vat of queso dip, <laughs> cheese dip and he's being suspended in midair by the student that was kind of uh, remaining back in the uh, Pinky's classroom and you realize it's not a student at all it's like a robot um, being controlled brain does fall into the, the vat but Pinky gets them out
0: we're celebrating a little early aren't we how did you escape with my help uh-huh. uh, you see when you glued me to the wall you forgot one crucial detail I love eating paste.
3: Then there's a fight. Brain and Julia fight, and then they like knock over the whole thing, and they're all like, swimming in cheese dip. And Julia manages to get into the ship, and it launches. But then there's like black smoke.
1: I think it was uh, like was it like powder? I got I got the feeling that was gunpowder or something oh. like that from the.
3: The yeah, something was leaking for it from yeah, something it. Something like looked, that. Look kinda like smoke a little bit and um then it kind of blows up in midair. I'll be back.
0: Hasta la vista, baby.
3: Pinky had seemed kind of excited that he's like, Julia's back. And they they hopes that she's okay. And uh That's
1: kind of it. Yeah, the brain tells Pinky that don't worry, she'll be back. I'm sure, or something like that. And what did Julia end up landing on? Do you remember? So she was on a parachute, and then a bird grabs the parachute, and then she starts.
2: Yeah, it it was like a sparrow or something. So Uh she starts, then she, you know, you're like thinking, like, oh, maybe she'll get eaten by a bird, but no. Then she starts riding the bird and like punching the bird and like directing where it's going. And she's saying how she likes to steal matches from. restaurants, even though they're technically free.
0: Sure. They're free anyway, but I like the thrill of the hunt.
3: <laughs> not, not a stable individual.
1: No, she's not. And it's really mm. kind of sad because <clears throat> as funny as, you know, as, as much as, I mean, I like the character of Julie. I think we all like the character. It's just kind of sad that, and I th- I'll have to actually listen to uh I'm sure when I'm editing all this, I'll probably listen for it again. But remember how the Bernstein said that um Julia's theme was kind of like the inverted version of the brain. Oh, so yeah. I'll have to kinda of, I'll have to listen and see if I can find any of those same notes for her when it's finally revealed that it is Julia. But, you know, on before her reveal, I was going, boy, this is some really great animation on Pinky. I uh, for for whatever reason like, I noticed Pinky was putting in the digits of pi mm-hmm. <laughs> at first. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird how Pinky's doing that. I did. I just thought maybe he's just, you know, just lucky and just doing digits of pi. Um, but I thought he actually had space madness or something. Like, I kept thinking. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure. Um
2: because I thought, you know, most of the, like, from the beginning of the episode, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like, oh, he doesn't remember the code, and that's how the episode's going to end, is he doesn't remember the code or something, you know?
1: Right. I think that's kind of how they want you to think. Yeah, but it's, a very, like, nice how it, it slowly reveals that you're not even in, a, uh-huh. He's because of the hit on his head, he thinks that this cardboard <laughs> ship mm-hmm. where he's balancing by a fishing line it's like line. very
2: obvious after yeah it's very obvious <laughs> right afterwards like, when his
1: bump goes down that he's like oh wait i'm this is so obvious but at the time it's just kind of like in this concussion state concussed state i guess you could say uh that he he thought it was uh he was up in space uh because i, I was th- i kept thinking to myself too it's like how could he be in this big ship when this rocket that he's building with these uh in this after school stem class or It's just a little rocket (laughs) Like how Mm -hmm. is this possible Did he He must He must be uh, On some uh, You know Other rocket Or you know He must have gotten on A different rocket Or he's on the space station I think maybe Something like that It was It was Very confusing But uh, When it all did come through I thought it was pretty clever How they They did uh, Reveal Julia Um, But When it comes to uh, References eh, You know There's a few of them Uh, There's he said, "Great Godfrey Hound, Great Godfrey Houndsfield." <laughs> at one point,
0: Great Godfrey Houndsfield, what's going
1: on? And I had to look him up, and that guy won the Nobel Prize, and he helped develop a CAT scan. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it didn't really have anything much to do with uh, anything at the moment, <laughs> but I guess the brain might need a CAT scan after this, just to make sure his his brain's okay. The brain of the brain is is fine. Um, (laughs) Pinky slash Julia did say ground control to major brain at one point. Mm -hmm. So it's a little David Bowie reference Um, or William Shatner reference, depending on who you want to look at. William Shatner did that, didn't he? Yeah, He he did it. Well, yeah, he, he did. Probably those, he made every song horrible. Uh, <laughs> Elon and Musk is kind of referred to as we all know. Elon. Well,
3: You've mentioned William Shatner and yes. so singing. So now I have to go, ba, Bah, Black Sheep. <laughs> ooh, have you any wool?
1: <laughs> Three bucks full. Um, <laughs> uh, Yes, I love uh I I love all the the Shatner. I actually bought that William Shatner CD a, a few many years ago.
3: Is it, it really like that? Man. Like for it, A lot have- of it
1: is. A lot of it is unfortunately <laughs> unlistenable, but him uh talking him singing uh Mr. Tambourine Man. He he I mean, look that up on YouTube, folks. He screams it. It's pretty uh insane. Uh yeah. Uh anyway, um When it comes to other references, though, I didn't really see much other than I just wrote down there's a lot of cool animation on Pinky slash Julia (laughs) uh, before the reveal. Uh, It looked really, really cool. I could tell the animators and I could tell the writers themselves just have so much more fun with Pinky the Brain than with the Warners, you know, where the Warners can sometimes look very like – there's not as much movement. They look a little bit more stiff sometimes, um, or just slow, slower moving. Pinky in the brain are usually just moving around just a bit more. I kind of get the feeling sometimes that they should have just done a Pinky in the Brain <laughs> show <laughs> instead, <laughs> and I think the, the whole reboot would have been a little bit more well received. But uh, what did you guys think about this first Pinky in the Brain one, uh, Nathan? What do you think?
2: Um, I was I liked it. No, I uh <laughs> Um I thought it was it was cool the uh little nods the little like hints that they give you to that it like oh pinky's not acting like himself you know these like little like the other number that he put was euler's number it was uh 2.781 uh Oh that's uh, also a uh, like pi it's an irrational number that goes on forever.
3: Wow. Well,
2: um and well. then um he puts 24601 which is from Les Miss
3: I should have got that one. I don't know. I, I didn't sleep last night, so. <laughs> that's so how wait,
1: the, what, what's what's from Les Mis with that number?
3: It's his um I- identity we, number from the being a convict. Oh,
2: we convict. talked about this during Dude Les Mis or Animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> <but rant>. um, <laughs> um, and the the title. Did you talk about uh, Rikenbrain Falls? I have falls? not.
1: So yes, Riken Brain Falls. Uh, is uh, you know reference to Reichenbach Falls in Switzerland, and I was looking that up. Like, okay, so what? Uh, but when you Google Reichenbach Falls, you'll see. That I know what it is. What is it, Kelly?
3: It's uh, it was like the where uh, Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty met. You know, the face, their
2: yeah, their last their, face their off, right? Final yeah. face off, in the and books it's where there. Conan
3: Doyle basically killed off Sherlock Holmes. Yes, but then I think he brought him back later.
2: Yeah yeah I, but it's I, like they they both fall to, to their deaths in the original story although like then they come back you know they yeah, exactly. i think the season three finale there's a the whole like death scene in that one of
1: and that one is also called reichenbach falls of uh mm-hmm. the new love, in the in the show sherlock with benedict sherlock, yeah yeah it's yeah i always loved how they never quite explained how sherlock survived (laughs) these Mm -hmm. things they just have come out a lot of theories and they just go hmm interesting that could have happened i guess yeah Um, it's like here are all the theories
2: and somewhere one of these these are all the fan theories and other ones these are like what yeah but none of them are like
1: yeah (laughs) yeah but you know it's really just it's not important he's alive. <laughs> and exactly. he's smarter than you and that's the that's the point um, um but I, yeah I, I thought it was that was a cool uh tie in since you know julia's you know this being julia has become his nemesis moriarty. in the show yeah and... exactly so that was a
2: cool like little thing so yeah it was just fun um like i i would not get that either Reichenbrain i can Brain Falls wouldn't i wouldn't immediately think of oh that's obviously a moriarty so i should look for her. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. it's fun going back and seeing that uh, yeah, that, was,
1: that was probably the coolest reference uh, Yeah When it comes to stuff
2: um, um, Malcolm in the Middle, did you see that reference? That's true, yeah yep. that, Well, duh, I mean that was
1: like right there I did, like, There were some of them they might be giants. I, li- I literally <laughs> didn't even write it down on my sheet As I was watching it Because I was just like, huh But I should realize that that show is about 20 years old At this point There are listeners that were not alive everybody. For that show. Malcolm so. in the Middle School. Yeah. Oh, that didn't really quite make... Did it just say Malcolm Middle School? I think it said Malcolm, Malcolm in the, in the middle, middle School. Yeah. Why would it say Malcolm in the Middle
2: School? I don't Maybe know. the person's full name was Malcolm in the...
1: <laughs> it doesn't
3: make any <laughs> sense
1: to me. Why not? You know, I don't you think have it's like,
3: supposed to. It's yeah, just supposed have, to be a reference. I
1: mean, they could have just called it Malcolm Middle School or, or N-D... Like the initials, N.D. Middle School, I think that would have been. How come N.D. Middle School? Yeah. That, would have, yeah, that would have
3: been funny. Yeah,
1: see, I mean, just a, just one more passage. Rather than up.
3: hitting us over the head with
1: it? Yeah, exactly. Just have it just a little little easier on that uh, stuff reference because, yeah, I didn't even write that down. I was just like, huh, okay. I mean, a lot of the comedy on this, I, I really don't like the look of these weird-looking kids. <laughs> There's a lot mm-hmm. of weird – I put down – Cue the weird-looking kid comedy.
2: <laughs> well, That's, the Julia's kid that was, you know, a robot well, that is that definitely that makes more sense. Made, yeah,
1: that he's, he's um, he was so weird-looking because he's a robot.
2: I, I liked that the eating paste came. You know, they 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 set it up and then it turns into. You know, it was good storytelling. I think they have a yeah, you set and up he, a concept and then you
1: it pays forward. And there you go, and the brain. Either cut him off before he was going to say he found something under his left leg or something else.
0: First, I started nibbling it off my left foot, but then I found a nice, tasty morsel under my left. Yes,
1: leg. yes, we we get it, Pinky. Which you was doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, the main th- uh, Kelly, any other thoughts on this? Because I have just a few last concluding no. thoughts. Um, I really would. I all this kind of goes back to how Julie was created in the first place with brain mistreating julia who was a very likable character nothing's wrong nothing was wrong with julia and he was just doing this because he was basically jealous of her and ended up electroshocking her till she got fried right and yeah, now she wants was, to take over the world which to me makes no sense why does she want to take over the world she just she shouldn't she just want to i guess she that's the way she's going to get revenge is by taking over the world before. Mm-hmm. Bra- I think so. Right? I mean, I could understand just putting brain into cheese and trying to kill him, but why does she have to also take over the world? Too? Well, she's
2: been now uh, she's been, you know, shocked in the brain and everything. Like so now she's gone insane. Yeah. Um, it's like how the pilot should have been in uh rogue one, like, They're like, oh, your your mind will be messed up forever. And then, like the (laughs) next, he's fine. So it's like, (laughs) but like this one, at least there's some consistency. And she's like, she'll be a little bit messed up in the brain forever. But
1: I will say that I hope in season three, the way that I would like this to end is, I hope in season three, the brain works on just trying to fix her, not only because of realizing the mistake that he made, which I think would help his character out, but also he doesn't want her to take over the world. So it's like, it works in two ways. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want her to take over the world. So I'll fix her. And I mean, she was always supposed to be somewhat power hungry because she's like the
2: wives of,
1: uh, yeah. Presidents
2: or something. But yeah, I think just let her be president, you know, and you take over the world and, you know, just, that'd be a nice ending or something. Even if pinky and the brain get married and she,
1: uh, Becomes president. That's how the series ends. So there you go. <laughs> everyone's sure it make happy. many people happy in certain, yeah, certain parts of the Animaniacs happy. community. Yes. Um, no, I just I just think it would be nice if they if like Spider Man in the latest Spider Man film, like how he tried to fix the bad guys. Like he could, the brain could use his intellect to try to fix Julia's brain to try to repair the damage that he's done. That would be nice to see. Sounds hilarious. I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. It could be funny. Listen,
2: just because you just because the concept these episodes aren't funny enough. What they should do is a
1: no. (laughs) But that, but sometimes it's not about being funny. Sometimes it's about for me at least the character. Like you need to stay true to the character. And when you he did a lot of, and for me that scene I haven't revisited in a very long time because I don't like it. But it just really did a lot of damage to. Brain's character for me at least He just was too evil Too evil in that one Uh, At any rate let's go ahead and talk about The last two We have basically like a commercial And the return of Starbucks and Cindy So let's go ahead and talk about these Ads they're called targeted ads
0: Oh Hello it used to be you never Knew exactly who was watching your commercial But modern data mining has changed All that the commercials you are about to see have been selected for you based on your viewing habits, social media likes, and blood type. And because these ads are targeted at you and only you, I think you'll find it impossible not to purchase the following products.
1: Targeted ads was written by Wellesley Wild and Ted Mulcairin, Uh, and it was directed by Brett Varon and Nathan. What happens in targeted targeted ads?
2: Uh, well, Yako is here. Um, he's telling us all about how. Thanks to uh, data mining or how we're constantly being, you know, spied on by everyone. I don't know (laughs) that now ads can be targeted directly to us based on search terms that we do. So um, if you search for like, do I have friends or in bald, then they give you like, hey, you probably want to go to DMV Fantasy Camp.
0: Deal with unruly customers
3: the wrong line sir this is for processing you want
0: applications i just came from applications
2: or uh, um if you like aquaman then maybe you also like tuna fresh gum
0: two times the fishing is two times the fun two times the tuna and tuna fresh gum
2: or maybe I can't remember why, but Tarantula Whistle for uh, <laughs> call tarantulas. I can't remember what the yeah <laughs> thing was for that.
3: How many likes do you friends have? Thanks to Tarantula Whistle.
0: Tarantula Whistle is a registered trademark of Arachnophilia Industries, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Diet Worm Inc., an international Illuminati concern dedicated to openly declaring that we are gathering world power.
2: Yeah, so we got three ads, and none of them are quite. Uh, relative to what you're searching for but um, at the end Wacko comes in with his uh, Tarantula whistle and says thanks targeted ads and good yeah you can ride Tarantula's if you have that whistle
1: so. yeah exactly that was Tarantula whistle was perhaps the, the funniest uh, one of these ones for me just because even though I don't like um, the grossness and stuff the, the idea of spiders just going right into your mouth like it did with that girl was kind of gross funny to me uh they had a the the double or the what is this the tuna, tuna fresh gum tuna fresh gum which it's like is double mint double gum. mint and kind of like big red do you remember big red commercials nathan yeah kiss a little longer longer.
3: i love big red
1: yeah
2: yeah, it they had people cinnamony. just cinnamony gum. What was the movie where he sings Big Red in it? Oh, gosh, that was a <laughs> Get movie. Get Over or It song. or something or not. It was, was it Get Over It? Is that what the movie was called? Is Yes, three.
1: with Big Red. It was, uh, yeah, Get Over It with Kristen Dunst and Martin Short. and Yeah, he does this fist pump kind of move when he's, <laughs> he says the Big Red thing. That movie is funny, uh, um, mainly because of Martin Short. Not very funny, but it is funny. <laughs> I remember buying it on DVD. I thought, Yeah, we had it on DVD. Saw it a lot
2: because know. we had it on DVD. But <laughs> it's not a great movie. No. <laughs> and it's not hilarious, but it's fine. It's and Martin it was,
1: Short. Martin Short gets a pass anytime with me because it's Martin Short, and I love that man. <laughs> uh, there it was a lot. Let me see if I can pull up the the fine print right here for Tarantula Gum. Mm-hmm. Uh, not tarantula gum. Oh, be worse. Tarantula gum. Tarantula whistle. Uh, because it had a lot of fine print, and I thought it was pretty amusing. So let's see here. Uh, I had the so the, the uh, here we go. Tarantula whistle. So let's see if I can read this. Tarantula whistle is a registered trademark of Arachnophobia Arachnophilia Enterprises.
2: Yeah, which, philia because that means spider
1: love. Ooh. Phobia would
2: be scared of. Philia is love, ooh, so which is which is holy, <laughs>
1: Which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Diet Worms Incorporated, an international Illuminati concern dedicated to openly declaring that we are gathered, that we are gathering world power. Arachnophilia Enterprises is not responsible for death by choking, biting, poison, being wrapped into webs, and being slowly eaten alive as you watch Ooh. your loved ones also get devoured. Do not use Tarantula Whistle to destroy your enemies tarantulas are not a <laughs> legal vehicle on public roads arachnophilia enterprises cannot be held responsible uh such as such uh, And it's kind of in the shadows i can't read it do not ride the spiders uh, and this is profi- professional drivers on course <laughs> so there's apparently <laughs> i missed the part where they're driving spiders around but well
2: she's at the very end right there you see her riding spider and then Wacko rides the spiders at the end. Of I the missed. See, I just totally. Are you
1: well, just not watching? Did you brain. not see Mr.
2: Director in the episode? I either? did see
1: Mr. Director at the okay. end of the DMV thing, which I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. That was the only good thing I liked about the DMV thing. I thought that was really, it was like space camp. I get it. Yeah. I wanted to go I mean, to space camp and I was a and kid. And people
2: don't like the DMV. I get it. Yeah. You're in the wrong line. <laughs> Long lines. DMV.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm so dumb with DMV jokes though. I'm like, I, like those are, That's ever since Zootopia. It's all downhill. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) That was funny. Zootopia was the last (laughs) time. (laughs) Might've been the first and last time DMV jokes were funny. (laughs) I remember them being somewhat humorous in the Simpsons and then Zootopia. And it was like, okay, and now we're done with DMV jokes forever, right? Nope. They want to try it in Animaniacs and they, to me, didn't succeed.
3: I I had to renew my driver's license a few months ago and it was just like, Oh, I just go online and do it. It was great. I love Mm -hmm. it. The only thing was I had to use, the same picture from before which I don't love but it's like you know it's (laughs) worth the hassle
1: yeah exactly or
3: it's worth avoiding the hassle I should say yes
1: yes well uh, so I I don't know one out of one out of three segments were good for me I didn't like tuna fresh gum I don't like the idea of uh, fishy breath what did you guys think about these segments Um,
3: I didn't like the tuna fresh gum either and the way they like lick each other's tongues and uh, (laughs) getting carried want, away
1: by their I didn't want to and, think about yeah, like Yeah, that was a little progress. weird. That, yeah, it's it's I know it's supposed to be funny cuz they're they're doing it's that, just, but
3: it's just kind of gross. Yeah. Um and uh the spiders it was weird and freaky, but you know, I don't hate spiders the way some people do, so it was all right.
1: <laughs> there are tarantulas. There was a tarantula in my backyard in the. Summertime. I don't like
3: I don't like tarantulas. Specific really? if they have fur, I don't like them.
1: My my puppy Wesley was uh, barking at this thing, and he was he was like pawing at this thing on the ground at <laughs> night. I was out, I was out in the backyard just kind of I don't know cleaning up dog poop or something, and I just look at him. and He's at the side of the house, kind of going like kind of nosing something, like kind of mm-hmm. backing up, and I'm like, what is going on? And then I see a tarantula right there. And so I was very nice and I took a shovel and carefully scooped the tarantula up and gently dropped him over to the other side of the fence so he could probably climb up. Wait, do y'all
3: live out. in an Arizona? Um, yeah. Do y'all get a lot of snakes and stuff around there? Yeah,
1: I don't in my yard, but I was at the dog park and people are always talking about their dogs getting bitten by snakes. and
3: uh,
1: yeah. Snakes, scorpions, uh, they're
2: around. Watch out know. for
1: snakes. You got to watch out. Better watch out. You better not cry. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out.
2: You better watch out.
3: Is that from Simpsons or something? I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the,
1: that's, the, that's the snake song that we always <laughs> sing in the time. We all sing that. As we're going out. on hikes. <laughs> Better, watch oh, okay. Every, Better watch out. Yeah, that's Better right. Nathan's going, Nathan's going on a lot of hikes now. And whenever he goes on <laughs> hikes in the desert, he's always singing. Better he watch out. Sing. Yeah. His girlfriend is about <laughs> to break up with him.
3: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: because uh, he's just too much singing.
2: It's, you know, yet we've never been uh, bit by snakes. So
1: I think. Uh... <laughs>
2: Scaring them away.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well. Uh I guess let's go ahead and talk about the last little part right here which is the return of Starbucks and Cindy God lives
0: When
1: he sends the signal and they are in a segment called I'm waiting for to look up the bath thing time it's called bath time <laughs> and bath time was written and directed by Katie Rice, probably. probably i mean she did the other ones and she was not credited anywhere so i don't actually come on katie we're we're gonna give credit to katie rice on this one (laughs) yeah whether she likes it or not nathan what happens here in uh this the second starbucks and cindy cartoon
2: all right well uh there's a whole bunch of aliens that are gonna invade earth um and all that's get all they, all they're waiting for is uh for their commander Mr. Starbox to hit a little button and then they'll attack Earth. So uh, let's see what he's up to. Uh, oh yeah, he's with Cindy. Uh, he's really small compared to Cindy. He fits like in the palm of her hand. He's like he's like doll size. Um, she's talking about uh I think a snake in her backyard. Hey, um, better watch out. <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. Then she goes and talks about how dirty things are. She's kind of talking about Starbucks, I think. Uh, So Starbucks is going to get a bath because he's all dirty. So uh, it's bath time. She puts him in and then she's uh, putting things in the toilet. She's flushing things down the hole. I was hoping she would say water go down the hole.
3: hole. (laughs) I was waiting
1: for it so much to
2: like she should say. But she sings a little song about, um, uh, toilets which is kind of cute she talks about when she when uh if her, when she becomes a parent she'll let her child uh have a, a a mouse I think is what she says and then she's like I'll let her have a mouse or him we'll see we'll see
1: I'm uh, surprised <laughs> you're able to hear I, I gotta say something was wrong with my audio or something's oh, really great terrible. with your ears because yeah. you were Oh you know why Because you were watching it On closed captioning I bet
2: Nope uh, I should have I wonder if it's in closed caption
1: I didn't watch it with closed caption because, I was just listening ugh, Because I was what? trying to pay attention To what she was saying Because quite frankly I thought it was funnier Than what was going on with Starbucks Yeah oh, a snake And I
0: found
3: something This snake in my hand ah. If I have a kid I'm going to let her get a mouse Or him who knows?
0: Who
2: knows? Who knows? What helped me the s- second time I just listened? I didn't watch it at all, yeah, and that helped a lot. And then I could just hear what she was saying. Yeah, um, that was funny but stuff. It's still, that girl's funny, yeah, she's funny, and it's it's hard to, yeah. It, the, the sound levels were not good, they put way too much sound on like the you know, splashes and yeah, they're the, trying to like, tell you
1: like what's going on with Starbucks. This is really funny. And it's like, no, yeah. not really. It's like, <laughs> I want to hear what Cindy's saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like the whole point
2: of you hiring Cindy to play that. Like, yeah. le- like, let me hear her. I don't care about I Starbucks. Would have been happy at all. If
1: they just animated a little girl talking, I would
2: have just yeah. been
1: happy with that. Would yeah. Like, that's a Great segment.
2: <laughs> yeah. We don't even
1: need Starbucks. You at give all. it a Starbucks. So, so, yeah. But, <laughs>
2: um, there is, a. Uh, some uh, one part where Starbucks looks like he's about to hit the button and he jumps, he does all this athletic gymnastic things. He lands right in front of the button and then his, he's facing with his back to the button and his towel falls down. Cause that's all he was wearing was a towel. And right then his commander ca- is calling. This is like the emperor Palpatine of his, whatever his, <laughs> yeah. he calls and says, uh, Starbucks, why haven't you? Oh no, sorry. You must be busy. Cause he sees that Starbucks is, uh, Button, button, but naked, (laughs) uh, buck naked, uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So he hangs up, and that's when uh, uh, Cindy, um, I, I guess he falls into the toilet at this point. I think, and Cindy is like finds a hair glob and throws it into the toilet as well, and flushes it down. And then she notices that Starbucks is getting flushed down, so she grabs Starbucks out of the toilet. And he's all dirty now, and
1: the good news is it's not poop; it's just hair. Um, yeah, that was we were very worried. I remember watching the preview, and we we're like, "Oh, there's poop yeah. on his head," but it's not. It's, yep. it's it's hairball hair, as far as we know. Yep, and
2: yeah, so uh, he has to go back to a bath. It's bath time again, and that's how the segment
1: ends. And that's so. how we end. Boy, it's like we you mentioned. I would have really loved to hear water go down the hole. Like, even (laughs) Mm -hmm. even there was, like, a kind of, like, there was a rubber ducky and everything like that stuck in the toilet, and it was very reminiscent, I think, of Baby Plucky, but just not as funny. (laughs) Yeah, they should have done –
2: Julian Bernstein should have done some – they should have done, like, a theme from... <laughs> does Plucky have a theme or <laughs> I, don't know if they have, I don't know if that has a theme for that episode. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm just, I, don't think so. I want something. Some sort of nod to it. Like, we all know. Uh, I know. I, I
1: would have hoped that the writers would have done something. But as far as we know, it, the writers really didn't really watch well, the original series that much. And I don't
2: think Cindy... I feel like a lot of what Cindy's saying is so, you know, improvised. I, 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 but, that's why I love it but there so are, much. It's, there are fed lines, obviously, of like, yeah. oh, no, you're, you're like oh now say this you know say
1: that but um there, there used to be a, a a great youtube channel which i think hasn't really posted anything in a year or two now but it is would it take oh the, the i thought kids. you were gonna say anime no <laughs> <laughs> no we, we're still posting yeah. um but they would take kids dialogue of just kids talking to each other and then adults would just lip sync it kids snippets i think is what the show is called uh Josh Groban, that's the that's the person who they did. There's an episode where Josh Groban is lip-syncing it, and the whole setup was the kids were talking about Josh Groban ordering a pizza.
3: When Josh Groban orders pizza, Josh Groban gets it here in five minutes. I can't. It takes an hour. Do you know what a Grammy is? Yes, I know what a Grammy is. Have you ever been on an adventure Grammy? No. I have two times. Which means that I get my pizza in five minutes. It takes an hour. Okay, see you in the five minutes. Another rush order for Josh Groban!
1: Get the kids. I, I want Cindy that level up I, again. Yeah. That's let's just funny make stuff. Let's just make it Cindy and Cindy. The whole concept of just having a girl improv stuff and people animating something that a six-year-old is saying. Yeah. It's is, cute. That's, I mean, it's. It's cheap. classic comedy. Classic comedy. Well, what did you think about the, uh, the segment here, Kelly? What did we think about the Starbucks and Cindy?
3: I, uh. I enjoyed her dialogue. Um, it is very cute, very stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know, it's very similar in in theme to the the one from last season. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets thwarted, and um, I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. Nothing major, yeah, uh, but, it's kind of the but same yeah, formula, I'm like. But- like yo, I I just like hearing her talk.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I still like the theme song to Starbucks. And Starbucks. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's we fun. saw more. The theme song felt a little bit longer or it something. Did. Like it yeah, did. that we hmm. saw more of like him them conquering planets. Which you know, they've either been very lucky to go to planets where the, everyone's smaller than them, or or they just overwhelm the planet with so many little aliens that the people cannot. Uh, but also, these aliens got to think like, boy, he must. Our commander must be down. We better just attack. <laughs> like, oh well. Um, no, they're waiting. They gotta okay, wait. They're waiting. They got to wait. Well, that does. That's it for the episode. So I guess we got to get to our water tower rating. <laughs> Out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot, um, Nathan? Why don't we start with you?
2: Hmm, I'm just wondering how high to go. Um, I'll I'm gonna go with four and a half. Four wow. and a half water towers. I mean, I liked the pinky and the brain, and I think Starbucks and Cindy's just a strong thing. And you know, comparing this to the first episode of the reboot of Animaniacs yeah I'd say it's a four and a half it's a very
1: strong episode, on the scale so. of re- yeah we have to say that Nathan's going off the scale of kind of like per- as yeah. good as the reboot I think can go. yeah or I think this has is gone.
2: about as good yeah exactly I I don't know what else I would really want I got some exercise out of the episode I got <laughs> some like cool twists I got uh a kind of redeemed julia like i can just almost forget about that episode and now i could just go off this episode and go from here on and just like oh yeah julia this is a fun episode for her um the targeted ads was a little weak but um yeah that was probably the weakest part but it was still you know fine it was good four and a
1: half kelly what about you
3: i think i'll go with three and a half um it wasn't bad at all um just i didn't find it terribly funny um like i don't think i laughed out loud once really (laughs) um but but i I enjoyed the the plot of pinky and the brain and you know i mean i always like pinky and the brain pretty much um starbucks and cindy like you said uh was was cute um the mayfly thing and the and the targeted ads were me um i could you could have taken them out of the episode and I, I wouldn't miss them at all. So, um, but nothing terrible. It's like, Oh, this is awful. Not, nothing like that. Um, but you know, there, was, there was no really songs or hmm. it just wasn't, it wasn't super fun episode. Yeah. But I, I thought pinky, the brain were, was, was well done for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised Nathan gave it a four and a half. Cause there's no songs. Tuna no song. fresh gum is a song. Oh, so. okay. uh,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, okay, I can't even remember that that was a song. So there you go.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it three. Uh, You know, like like Kelly said, you guys, it it was it was number one, so much better than last week, like head and shoulders above my disappointment with (laughs) Christopher Columbus and everything like that. I was just so depressed about that (laughs) for some reason. And so this was nice to just be able to go, you know, oh, this is better. And like you said, though, it's they could have taken out the tuna f- the whole ads thing and the exercise thing and it probably would have been better but then it wouldn't have even had the warners to begin with mm-hmm. so it kind of shows you that again i just think that they just don't know how to write for the warners unfortunately which is sad to me um and i didn't laugh i didn't laugh out loud i i watched it and i appreciated The plot points that they're doing and and stuff like that i thought oh that's interesting that's a that's a good thing that they're doing right there but yeah i just didn't laugh and you know when they get to the targeted ads thing where it's kind of like doing little skits i didn't really think they were necessarily funny but it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't just wasn't that great (laughs) well I, i think let's go ahead and get to some contact information kelly where can people find you online
3: I'm on Twitter, YodaPrincess, Y O D A P R N C S S, or email me, Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com.
1: All right, Nathan, what about you? Oh, I'm also on Twitter, Joey, uh, DjangoFT, that's me. All right. And well, as for the AnimaniCast, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And Nathan keeps reminding me we're also on TikTok, which I gotta go, oh, yeah, that too. Uh, so we're on TikTok. And- we're
2: live right now. We might be live right now on what? TikTok.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, of course, you can always head on over to the RetroZap Discord page to talk with us over there. That's right. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network. You can go to RetroZap.com for awesome articles every day and amazing podcasts. And uh, you can go to the RetroZap Discord server by going to discord.animanicast.com. That'll give you the link to talk about us about Animaniacs stuff or really anything pop culture with some really nice positive people over in Discord. So we'd love to see you there. And Also, if you're a fan of this show and you'd love to support us and get some amazing bonus audio as well, head on over to Patreon.com slash Animaniacast. You'll get awesome things like signed Animaniacs trading cards from Tom Ruger, the creator of Animaniacs. You'll also get creators commentary series and us talking about Stuff mostly Star Wars stuff lately. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to hear us talk about Star Wars, you got to become a patron of our Patreon. Uh, but patreon.com slash Animated Cast is the place to go for that. So with that all said, for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying
3: good night, everybody.
1: For Joey and Kelly, this is Nathan saying good night, everybody. <laughs> good
3: night, everybody.